Uh, what do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about you really understanding who you are at core level and living your days out knowing who you are, right? So society, our families, our friends, you know, they all have an idea of really who we should be in their own eyes, right? We know this, like this is not anything new. And so it can be really, really hard sometimes because we're always like kind of molding into different, we're being a chameleon uh, basically, right? Like we're molding into these different kind of shapes and whatnot to make other people feel comfortable. And this is a really dangerous thing for you to do. You know, it's one thing for you to be a chameleon, right? Always kind of be that type of person that fits into every situation and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, you know, that's good to some degree. But again, it's not really that authentic of you because there's going to be a lot of situations where you don't even want to be there, right? But yet you're feeling as though you're kind of like molding into it. So it's so important that you look at all of the people that you hang out with in your life and ask yourself, do I feel 100% me when I hang out with them? right? Here's the other big question that you might not even know. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you to even know who you should be most of the time, right? Here's the thing. You should never be flip floppy with who you are inside, right? So if you are, if you are, um, if you have that awareness as to, okay, when I'm with Jill or when I'm with so-and-so, I'm definitely going to be a different person, right? And that's not a good place to be. We really have to make sure that we always are authentic selves all the time or else, you know, we're doing an injustice. We're doing a disservice to the world, right? We're doing a disservice to the world. So, Here's something that I love to do. I have this old little book, and I keep it by my computer. It's called Meditations for Women Who Do Too Much. And it's this old book, and I got it at a um, uh, garage sale years ago. But I kind of use it as a little bit of like an oracle deck, actually. And so when I flipped open to this just a few moments ago, I was already going to come and talk about, you know, do you really know who you are at core level? And then this was the page that I got. And I would love to read it to you guys. So it says self-awareness okay it says i want to find out who i am and give up letting everyone else define me so it was like so perfect when i like opened this book because it was exactly what i was talking about and i'd love for you to just listen here as i read this page it's really really quick so it says as women we've been trained to look at to look for our identity outside of ourselves what others think of us has been who we are even when you are a successful, professional woman, you know, you find yourself looking outside for identity and validation. This habit is embedded deep in the marrow of our bones, even when we look strong and self-defined. An important part of our recovery is finding out who we really are and who we have been told we should be, not who we think we should be, and not who we not and not who we image ourselves to be who is the person that i call me she has the potential of being one of the most interesting people that i have ever met yet i hardly know her at all so it says today you have the opportunity to begin or continue an inner journey that can last the rest of your life. So I thought that was like just totally trippy and amazing because I pulled open to this page and that was already going to be my topic. But I just like when I read it, I was just like, oh, what an amazing reminder for so many people because 
look, especially like online, if you are somebody that is trying to make it online in some kind of way, whether it be a business or what have you, you know, even in the physical world, physical world, I'm saying physical, like offline, but I mean, it is something that can pay, pay, like payroll toll on you, right? Because you are always thinking that I need to be more like this, or I need to do more like this, or I need to have offers like this or what have you. And it's so hard to sometimes just kind of like, get back to, okay, what do I really want? What do I really like to do? So this has really been my story this year, um, especially in January. I don't really know like why or when it happened, but I just had this like um, idea come over me that was just like, bring it back to basics. What do you really like and enjoy and want to create? And so I've been really creating from that place this year and it's been really, really good. It's been very clear and like clarifying and I feel like I've had a really strong focus on a lot of the stuff that I've done. And so I'd love for you guys just to remind yourselves to do this too, right? You guys have been hearing me talk about this thing I'm going to talk about here for one for a long time and it simply is, you know, if you create for yourself first, if you create every painting for yourself first, every course for yourself first, every book for yourself first, and leave out everybody else and do it for yourself first, then there will be magic in what you're creating and there will also be no self-judgment because when you're creating for yourself, you're in the flow, like you're in total you're blissed out, right? You're doing your thing. Um, you will notice that like if you were say journaling, right? You're free flow journaling, you're doing amazing. You're like, everything's coming out, the words, it's poetic, it's amazing. And then you start to write a blog post and you're like, eh, eh, right? Because it's a different, it's a different feeling. So you have to create for yourself first. If you're not creating for yourself first, and you're just creating for other people first and foremost, like you're creating a program for other people and that's what you have in mind, all of a sudden the magic's gone and it's nothing but self-judgment is as simple as that, right? Again, like what I was reading here, like it's all connected and it's really about, you know, remembering who you are at the beginning, at the beginning of it all, at the beginning of your task, at the beginning of your day and your morning before anybody judges you, before you think anybody's judging you, before you have to do anything for somebody else, go to work, all that kind of stuff, right? Who are you at that moment? And it's hard. I'm not gonna say it's easy, but it definitely takes awareness and um, habitual training for you to remember who you are and for you to really stay in that place. Because it's it's interesting how I've seen women over the years that have not been so confident, and then now that they're really really confident, right? Different women that I've worked with, or or people in my life, and that kind of thing. And it's a really interesting thing to see change and and happen because. You know, they're different people. Their energy is different. Their light is different. Their well, their confidence is different. But it's a really amazing process because you can actually kind of see like their butt, like they're a little kind of um, innocent bud at first, right? And then they're actually flowering and they're opening up and they're exposing themselves and they're, you know, living their truth and they're seeing what's on their mind. And it's just like an amazing thing to watch. And so I actually see this a lot of the time with the women that I work with. You know, when we work together at the beginning, I find that a lot of them are kind of like a precious little bud, right? They've got some stuff to say, but like they're not fully opening up. And, you know, it does take that self-awareness and, you know, obviously the habitual training to really allow yourself to open up and feel free and just like let it all out. But you can get there. You do bloom. And it's not really 
necessarily like you blooming in just like the whole part of your life. You can look at yourself like that and bloom in all areas of your life, right? A lot of the times people feel comfortable in one area. Maybe that be mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever that area is. But some people feel comfortable in one of those areas, right? And so they feel like they've already bloomed there. But if you look at, if you break it down, right, like we would break down a project and get it done, if you break down all those areas of your life and look at, okay, like, where can I really expand? Like, where am I really holding back from being myself? Where do I not feel like I'm myself, right? Looking at all those areas, it's easy for you to bloom in each area, right? When we have that awareness of, like, what's going on. So I love it where it says here, who is this person I call me? She has the potential of being one of the most interesting people I've ever met, yet I hardly know her, right? And that's kind of like a sad statement, right? Because there's so many people out there, and I mean, I've been there before too, where you remember yourself maybe as a young child or there's a spark in you or something like that where you're like, I remember like being really great, right? Like I remember feeling like I had the world before me, right? Like I could do anything. and as you get older and as you have to work and as you have different experiences and meet new people and stuff like that, sometimes your light can get really dulled down. And so all that really means is that you have forgotten who that person was at the very beginning, right? So you guys have heard this before where it's like, you know, you need to remember who you are before anyone else told you who you needed to be or whatever. Danielle Laporte, right? I always get quotes wrong, but it's the same story. And so a lot of the times people have no idea how to get back to who they were before, right? They don't know, right? So I think one of the biggest things here to kind of get yourself back into the groove of finding out like who you really are at core level, the unjudged version of yourself, um, the version of yourself that has nothing to do with what anybody else wants, um, that is super connected to your intuition, super connected to your creativity, all that kind of stuff, that version of yourself, this epic version, epic flower, I think that and this is just me personally saying this, but I think one of the biggest ways for you to get back to that, um, I think that there's a few things that you can do. First and foremost, you guys have heard this a million times, but you know, if you're somebody that is not listening to your intuition, or maybe you don't understand how to listen to your intuition, this is a very big indicator that you're not actually fully in tune with who you are at the core right? If like, think about this, if you are somebody that is extremely rigid with their time, um, somebody who is, I'm not going to say like scheduled, because you can still be scheduled and be intuitive. Um, but if you are somebody that does not want to go off course, you know, I have to do this, you're kind of live. there's a fear, there's underlining fear, right? Um, and sometimes that fear simply is tapping a fear about tapping into who you really are and what you really actually desire. Because the reason that a lot of people don't follow their intuition is because they're fearful of having the clarity of what they really need to do in life. And the reason that they're fearful of that clarity is because they know that when they get that clarity, that their life is going to change in some way. And that's a really scary thought, right? I mean, if you think about it, if you're somebody who is completely not self-aware, you do everything everybody else tells you to do, and you're not living your truth in every moment, you're not being authentic to yourself in every moment, and then you think of yourself as this, and then you see yourself what you could be, you know, that amazing, beautiful flower that is nothing but your truth, that can be a really scary jump and a really scary leap for some people. 
And the thing is, it's not going to happen overnight because we know that to change our paradigm, to like change our story, we know that we need like habitual changes, right? We need to, we need to get in the groove of doing something and having that awareness and really making those changes. So I would love for you to do a couple journaling prompts if you'd be into it. Um, one of them definitely is, this is very simple, profound, but very simple. And that is, Honestly, write down 50 people that you know, that you hang out with, that you talk to on the phone, that you work with, that you do collaborations with, whatever. Write down however many people you can and then literally take the time to go through them and ask yourself, do I feel comfortable and do I feel like I can totally be me and express myself with these individual people? I guarantee you that half of them you're going to probably say no if you're not living in your truth, right? This is a really important first step because with the people that we hang out with, if we're on autopilot and subconsciously we're just like not really seeing that we're changing and transforming um, for these people, right? And doing what they kind of say and, and being another person for them because that makes them more comfortable. That's a really scary place to be. So we need to know who we are um, for all these people because chances are when you are completely by yourself, you are a little bit more connected to who you are like at heart level, right? You might not be comfortable with yourself, but you have that kind of connection that you can really, you know, it's in there somewhere, right? You might not understand how to really access it, but it's in there somewhere. So the reason that, you know, your paradigm, your story is basically telling you that, you know, you do whatever you can for other people and like, you know, you just kind of ignore yourself and all that kind of stuff um, is, is a habit. It's just because that is what you've been doing for a really long time, right? I know a lot of stories I've heard over the years with different clients actually that, you know, something's actually happened to one of their loved ones or something's happened to even their husband or something like that where they're no longer here. And they, all of a sudden it's kind of like a key was turned in their cage and they were let out. And this is kind of, obviously it's a like metaphorical cage here, but the thing is we don't really understand unless we're super self-aware who we are for other people until we're, until they're not there. You know what I mean? So again, this, that activity is really, really good for you just to kind of take a, a, a mental note and evaluation of those type of people, of all the people that you hang out with and spend time with and how you feel around them. I know that for me, especially, you know, I have a number of family on one side that are extremely negative, right? And whenever I'm with them, or even kind of when I talk to them on the phone, like something happens where I can feel it within me where I kind of like just like my energy is drained. I feel more negative myself. Um, you know, especially when I go to visit, I have to take some days where I'm like, it's crazy, right? Um, and this happens a lot with family because with family, we don't want to make them feel bad. We don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. We don't want to let them down. Um, in a lot of cases, sometimes it's easier just to play along. You know what I mean? Like for, for, um, you know, other people's sakes and just like the energy of the whole situation, all that kind of stuff. Right. So we have to be aware of, of what we're like with other people. That's our number one thing, right? That's about the self-awareness. I really, really do feel that there's so many people online right now. Cause I like, I see them, they come in my, you know, scroll speed all that kind of stuff right there's so many people online right now that and I don't know if it's simply because I mean I do feel like I'm quite in tune with like people's vibes that they're putting out there right but um I feel like there's so many people out there right now that are in business that are pitching programs that are 
starting communities, all this kind of stuff, and they don't know who they are. They really don't know who they are at core level. I'm not saying that this is necessarily a bad thing because, of course, new experiences and all that kind of stuff is going to help you figure out more of who you are, right? And you're going to figure out, you know, like what you love to do and what you don't love to do and who you love to hang out with and your vibe and your tribe and all that kind of thing. But I just wish that there would be more time taken for self-awareness and for self-discovery before a lot of these people started teaching. And for myself, my own personal story with that is that if I would have started my community or tribe or, or started doing courses and all that kind of stuff or mentorship or all that kind of stuff even five years before, ugh, like I was always like helpful for people, right? I was always that person that people would come and talk to and I'd counsel them as a friend and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we always think we are super smart at that at that time, right? We think we're very evolved. But I think the thing that we have to be really aware of is our self-awareness. And I know that if I would have started doing all these things five years before, I didn't have that kind of self-awareness. I know that I wasn't even using my intuition properly. I knew that I was intuitive, but I thought it was just a cool thing. I like didn't even know how to fully trust it, right? And I know that a lot of people are in the in this place, and you're like, okay, cool, you're saying this, but like, how do I get out of this? Like, how do I fully allow myself to emerge into like that beautiful flower and you know um, stand in my truth and stand in my power? How do I do that when I don't even know what my power or truth is, right? It all starts with you really being able to understand who you are with other people who you don't like yourself to be when you're with other people, right? Understanding that you need to follow your intuition when it comes to all situations. And remember that saying that I always say, it's like every decision you make is a direct reflection of who you are as a person, every single decision. So if you are somebody who is a bit of a pushover and does whatever anybody else says, although you don't feel good about it inside, right? Um, you hate your job every single day and it drains you and makes you cry. You're going to work. Like these are all direct reflections of who you are as a person. So you have to look at all these par parts and pieces of your life and say, this is so making me unhappy. This is making me unhappy. This is not making me feel comfortable doing what I'm doing. This doesn't make me feel like who I am at heart level. Like if you really go through all these little things, you're going to be like, holy shit, I'm doing everything that doesn't feel good to me. Right? And there's a lot of people in that place right now. There's a lot of people in that place right now. And so what I kind of wanted to say is that, you know, before you start coaching or mentoring or being a service provider of some kind, right? And although you have the absolute best intentions to like do this well, and I get that a lot of, you know, evolving is through starting today. I totally get that. But you want to make sure that you are the best version of yourself right now if you're going to be helping other people. And the other interesting thing is that Everybody is at a, I hate using the word level, but everybody's at a different level in something, right? So there's always going to be somebody that you're able to mentor or, or coach or provide a service for, that kind of thing, right? Because everybody's at these different levels. I really hate using the word level, but I don't know what else to use at the moment. So there's always going to be somebody that is going to be able to be inspired by your story. There's always going to be inspired by um, your progression so far. 
again, I mean, I'm kind of just spinning around in circles here, but I just want to make sure that you all are feeling as self-aware as you most possibly can before you start helping other people in a business fashion. And also, um, the self-awareness bit is just so unbelievably important because unless we are self-aware of our actions and the different things that we're doing in life and business, we're not going to be able to progress properly because we don't know where we're at. So like I said, that little activity I was talking about before about, you know, really going through all the people you hang out with, all the people that you talk to for business, um, uh, work colleagues, all that kind of stuff, right? Really looking at each one of them and just saying, do I feel like I'm connected to myself? And you don't necessarily have to know all the details of what you are and who you are yet, but just does it feel good? Because if we are doing stuff that doesn't feel good, that's our intuition coming in and being like, you're not in alignment. You're not in track. That's why you don't feel good. You're not in alignment with the universe. That's why you feel so bad right now. And it's just really scary to think that so many people go about their day feeling that way. And I was there before too. I really, really was. And sometimes it's confusing, right? Because you could be at a job that you don't necessarily like, but you're also doing your own thing on the side and it feels good, right? So it's kind of like it all gets neutral. It feels neutral. But, um, you know, if I look at some of the people that I've worked with over the years and that type of thing, right, there was a lot of people that I didn't feel good working with, right, that didn't make me feel like I could talk about what was exciting to me, that didn't make me want to talk about my creative stuff or my inspiring stuff, or especially now, like, with the whole idea of, you know, spirituality being, like, so big as a big topic, there's still so many people that feel like they need to suppress their spiritual words, the need to... Um, be closed, you know, tight-lipped about the idea of being woo-woo or spiritual or intuitive or em or empathic or whatever, right? I mean, it's really, really sad. So, you know, if that has struck a chord for you and you're like, I do that sometimes, right? Really look at, like, who are you doing that with, right? Who do you feel uncomfortable with sharing all these exciting parts of yourself with, Right? Because this is really the start of you becoming really self-aware. So when we all really understand who we are, even if we're not there yet, but understand who we are, like heart level, it's going to be faster for us to get there. You know, it's just like setting a goal, essentially, right? We need to know what that goal is for us to start moving towards it, or we're not going to know what our goal is, or we're not going to know where we're going. I hope that something struck a chord with you today where you're going to try to be that much more self-aware and that much more authentic to who you want to be, right? And who, who you want to be at core level and who is important to you at core level yourself. And, um, and do know that, you know, you have the opportunity to be the most interesting person that you ever, ever knew. And I remember, especially in my 20s, although I was completely lost and I didn't know what I wanted to do for a career and I was trying out all these things and all that stuff and I was really addicted to like getting all these certifications and different things and like I just like loved that idea um I would say for a good part of my life I have felt like I've been one of the most interesting people that I have ever known and I don't want that to sound like boastful or like it's just a personal thing that always made me feel like really really proud because I was always somebody that 
tried new things, tried different businesses that like, you know, necessarily maybe didn't work out, like getting my feet wet in different areas and always learning. And like, you know, I really took self-development to the next level, although it wasn't always focused, but just, I, I really do feel like I am a really interesting person. So I want to ask you, if you don't feel like you're a really interesting person, what are you missing there? How can you become one of the most interesting people that you know? For you to become one of the most interesting people that you know, you really have to start with your self-awareness of who you want to be and who you are at the beginning. And that's kind of like our innocence, right? Our innocence is just like the passion that we were born with, right? It's just like the, the passion that we were born with and, you know, the ideas that we had at the beginning of it all before society or experiences or people that we knew or family or whoever told us that we needed to tone it down or not be too much of this or act this way or at work we do it this way or what have you. Like if you could be 100% yourself, who would that person be? right? Like, that's the question. And I know a lot of you won't know the answer to this, but still, that can be something that you can strive for, to be the most epic, most inspiring, most creative, most interesting version of yourself that you could ever be. And maybe that's it. Maybe you don't just have to be the most interesting person in the world. Um, maybe you can simply be the most interesting version of yourself. Remember to every day by day, moment by moment, be self-aware of understanding who you really are at core level. And that's really all about being aware of your situations, right? Being aware of experiences, how you feel in different experiences, how you feel around different people. If you feel like you change around different people, about fully trusting and using your intuition, right? And this becomes with practice as well. But just remember that whenever you are with somebody or in a situation or an experience or something like that where you don't feel good, where you don't feel 100%, right? That's the universe telling you that you're not in alignment with it. It's as simple as that. That's why it's telling you that you don't feel good. Now, if we go one step further, if you're in a situation where you only feel neutral, like, meh, that's also the universe telling you that you could bring it up a bit, right? So how can you find different avenues and follow your intuition and follow your curiosities and inspirations to get you into an even better state? right? And this is all, this is the whole journey about you really truly finding and understanding who you are, right? And eventually you will become the most interesting version of yourself ever. I just wanted to mention to you guys that I do have my program that I've been talking about. It's just a mini program. It's just a workshop I'm hosting in the month of September. And it is all about creating your signature course in one month. So if you are somebody that has does not have a course yet, or maybe you have a course, but it just doesn't feel like powerful or what have you, or maybe you don't even know what you want, you, you feel like you want to teach on some level, but again, you have no idea what you want to teach on, uh, we're going to be going through some alignment bits and stuff like that at the beginning that's really going to help you there, and then we're going to, um, everybody's going to have different topics, of course, and we're going to dive into creating the structure of the program. doesn't matter if you want to do a DIY program or a, a hosted program or a weekend boot, boot camp or a six-month program. It doesn't matter. It's all the same strategy that I'm going to be teaching. And then from there, um, we're going to be completely diving into creating your course, creating your program or boot camp or whatever you're doing, um, really taking all of the um, information and education that you want to provide in that 
and that magic that you can provide yourself um, into your program and getting it in there, making sense of it. The nice thing about the close um, group that's going to be working on this is that we're going to be using each other for feedback. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of ladies in there with, from all different walks of life, all different levels of business, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be really, really helpful for you um, and, you know, to ask questions and all that kind of stuff, right? So you're not going to be in the dark at any point in the game. And uh, you will finish the, your program or course at the end of the month. So there's going to be weekly check-in calls, obviously, for us to see everybody's progress, make sure everybody is on track, all that kind of stuff, right? And, um, and also just ask questions and whatnot. And then there's going to be the course material and all that kind of stuff in between. So every week we're going to do a big chunk of work. And it's going to be inspiring, creative, fun work. It's not going to be like you're in college and it's going to be all like, you know, crazy and you're going to be dreading it. This is going to be really exciting for you because I really want you guys to feel like empowered and also just so excited because at the end of the month you're going to have this amazing offering um, to be able to add to your business toolkit. Um, briefcase in essentially right so I know that when I created my very first program and this probably was about five and a half or five years ago um, I didn't really know what I was doing um, however I will say that that program um, actually became quite successful in that time and um, the nice thing about me creating so many programs since then so I've created fifth over 15 programs since then I counted them all up some of them have been epic, some of them have been okay. Um, I've taken the best parts of all of them, put them into other ones, all that kind of stuff. Um, I counted four of the programs alone. My biggest programs have served over 4,500 women, which is super amazing. Um, and when I found out the number, I was like, dang, that's good, right? Like, that's a lot of people. Um, and I really have been able to create a really fast uh, structure to implement um, your magic into a program. I really studied like how to deliver a program properly, you know, what people really need, what grabs their attention, all that kind of stuff, right? And there definitely is some different methods on for you to to look at like when you're putting together this program. But the biggest the biggest thing though, like for this month of work that we're going to be doing is that you're held accountable for one month. You're held up accountable for one month, the month of September, the, the month that everybody's like excited to sharpen their pencils and like get back to work and like do this. And um, at the end of the month, you're going to have a product, right? I'm also going to be um, discussing with you guys a lot of different options. I have over eight or nine options of ways that you can deliver, deliver your program to your following right so I mean there's some very simple ways that don't cost any money and then if you're wanting to go a little bit um, more in depth there's uh, different methods there but I'm going to be sharing with you my experience on all of my different uh, course platforms that I've used um, all the ways that I have provided uh, a course out there for you guys before and um, yeah and so you'll get my feedback on there on there too and that's nice because you know sometimes we're always just stabbing in the dark when we like sign up for a new program that kind of thing we don't know how it really works and we don't know the pros and cons behind it all right so that's why I really want to talk about that so if it is something that you would like to join me on it's $399 or have a two-month payment plan as well $399 we start on September 4th and we go for the whole month of September 
and uh, you will have my full support during that month. If you would like to get going and register for this, because there's a few spots left, it's not a huge, huge group, um, but I've got a number of people who are signed up already. If you would like to join me and the other women in this group, please private message me. I'm not doing a sales page for this. Uh, please private message me and I will get you all hooked up and registered and ready to go for September. So I hope that you will join me and the other women in this amazing opportunity and I can't wait for all of these women to be so excited and proud and just like feeling like it's yeah they've got it at the end of September because you're gonna have this amazing offering right an offering that's like your heart and soul out there for people that's the scary part it's also very exciting right and you gotta get to it you gotta do it right or else you gotta step into the light or else you're just step you're in the shadows right you gotta step into the light so I'm gonna help you guys step into the light in September so anyway I'll talk to you all soon private message me if you'd like to join me and the other ladies in that program 